0: listening to alphabet fly encyclopedic marvel uh journey where i go through the official handbook of the marvel universe for the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well my name is jesse cooper and with me today is rob london hello so today we are we had a nice little uh inhuman sandwich with i guess a poisonous gas person in between
1: yes but uh odd combo
0: Today we're going to be talking about a person who I had lots of weird feelings about as a child, Medusa.
1: Ooh. and and not the uh, not the mythological gorgon, uh, but uh, queen of the Inhumans, Medusalith Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. as
1: seen on TV <laughs> by like <laughs> ten people <laughs>
0: with, with possibly bad wig and CG.
1: That was a real bad wig.
0: Real bad wig.
1: And then they shaved her head in, like, the third episode.
0: What the, what's the point? That well, was supposed to be a big deal when it happened.
1: Yeah, well, they decided, oh, well, it's, it's either this or we have to look at that wig for another couple episodes. And uh,
0: You think ABC could have afforded a better wig? Uh, <laughs> well, maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. They had $10 to spend on the show, and that's why. This it's is possible. It
1: did. We, we we gotta get to a spirit Halloween store.
0: <laughs> like, how are we gonna make this adorable dog that everyone loves look mediocre? <laughs> uh,
1: but this is uh, Medusa, who has a longer history than many of the other Inhumans.
0: Yes, and a more interesting history, I would say. And has uh, her tendrils, if I could say, and lots of different teams and whatnot.
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks to good old fashioned sixties amnesia.
0: Yeah, and also later on, she was like a kind of a big deal in X Men for a while whenever she was not doing stuff.
1: I mean, she, well, I guess in Black Bolt's absence, she led the Inhumans for quite some time.
0: Yeah, and I really, I actually kind of like the Inhumans run with her as the queen. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. like Black Bolt as a character that much. So,
1: I mean, he doesn't say much.
0: No, and also, I don't know, kind of. Kind of reeks of, like, a certain type of, like, a version of patriarchy.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I mean, he's, he's very much the, he's literally the strong, silent type.
0: He's a strong, silent type, and the only person who can understand him is his, is his woman.
1: Yeah, He's a complicated man, and, and no one understands him but his woman.
0: Yeah. That's, and, that's
1: Black Bolt. And, 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 and like, I can dig it.
0: Yeah. It's so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I get a little weirded out by that, just because it, it kind of still sticks around for a long time. And it feels like a little outdated because, like, Med- but Medusa was a character before Black Bolt, so yes, I'm okay with her,
1: like a lot. So
0: Medusaless Lynn.
1: Uh, yeah. There's there's an L in there, and
0: Equalin. Yeah. So yeah, human
1: names are weird.
0: Yeah, let's just say they're awful and I hate them. <laughs> but uh, her real name is what we said multiple times, and her occupation at this time not Queen of the Inhumans, but Royal Interpreter. Interpreter.
1: I guess that makes sense.
0: Yeah, even though she's technically the Queen of of the Inhumans and one of the more powerful and iconic members of the team.
1: But, you mm. know, it's whatever.
0: Her former alias was Madame Medusa.
1: Back when she was a, an amnesiac villain.
0: Yeah, and I really like her uh, outfit at this time.
1: And uh, it's got kind of the stylized M, and uh, it's got a mask because you know you you might not figure out that this woman with animated hair is actually uh, Medusa, Queen of the Inhumans.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a um, like a leotard type thing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's pretty good. It doesn't seem like overly sexualized or anything. No, it's just kind of it's just kind of an outfit. Yep. And um, so. She is the Queen of Adelaide, and first showed up in Fantastic Four, number 136, the Frightful Four, in March 1965.
1: Yes, part of the Frightful Four, along with, I believe, the Wizard, uh, the Sandman, and the Trapster. It's a questionable cover, (laughs)
0: because... um, It appears that the trapster is swinging in to the top of the Baxter Building on Medusa's hair that seems to just be attached to something above.
1: That's attached to the same stuff that Spider-Man's webbing's attached to. Yeah. Just uh, just a lot of blimps that you never see in New York City.
0: Yeah. Or crane. (laughs) Really patriotic crane drivers.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Just like, hey, look, we need to move this over. (laughs) So... So people who swing through stuff. Like it's it's like she's just kinda of floating there, the trapsters just kinda of holding on and, he, and he's just like like shooting his paste. I like I don't like this I don't like this cover. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: It's not Kirby's best.
0: No. But also also like it, it's one of those things that the more I look at, the more I don't like it. So, you know, <laughs> there's the obvious thing. You know, the trapster <laughs> holding on to Medusa's hair that's kinda of just like attached to a cloud. And she's just kind of sitting there. Like, she's not really doing anything. She's just like, yep, I'm a vehicle <laughs> right now. And then, and then the Sandman is, like, you know, s- sandmaning his way through, like, the the a window mm-hmm. that looks like he's going to pull open. And then the wizard is just kind of, like, floating there, just looking. And the only one who notices that they're there is Ben.
1: Yes who has got his eyes, hands uh, glued together.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We'll have a picture of it up. I, I just – not the best – not the best. If anything, it looks like the only one who does anything in this team is Sandman and Trapster.
1: I mean, that more or less makes sense because the wizard is the guy in charge, so obviously he is the laziest. And then Medusa is the girl, and per sixties Marvel rules, she doesn't get to do a whole lot.
0: She's the token
1: at this yep. point. I mean, I mean, you've got a girl in there because the Fantastic Four had a girl whose job was mostly hiding. She was invisible.
0: Who wasn't a character till the eighties?
1: Well, well, she she wasn't even the Invisible Woman until the eighties. No, she, she was had invi- like she had a kid, and she was still the Invisible Girl.
0: Yeah. It's like Agatha Harkness was more of a character than her (laughs) for longer. So, but uh, she was, uh, but Medusa, she is the first of two children born to the Inhuman Nutritionist, Quaylin and Amber.
1: And so, so yes, she is cousins with Black Bolt. She's cousins with Black Bolt. I mean, they're a royal family. That's how they do things.
0: I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess that's why they... I can't. I don't even know m- enough about their son to make fun of him. Honestly.
1: Oh um. Oh what what is his name?
0: I d- I don't know enough about him. Like he just kind of shows up sometimes, and I'm just like, "Yep, that's Black Bolt's son." Yep. That's pretty much my only impression of him. So, um.
1: Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Ahura.
0: Ahura. Yeah. Almost like the the first, uh, one of the first black people. On yes, TV. not to be
1: conflamed with uh, Uhura.
0: Uhura, who kissed uh, William Shatner. That's right. One of the first racial kisses on TV, who also mm. caused a stir in America because because it was a different time and everyone Things was horrible. Things were hella
1: racist <laughs> back then. More so than usual, even.
0: I mean, it's pretty racist now. It's just it was- more racist. Yes, she got exposed to the Terrigen Mist, and then uh, she got hair that whipped around. She, she could whip her hair back and forth. Yep, she is the second cousin. Wait, second cousin of Black Bolt. Yes, and she fell in love with him as she learned how to communicate with him in a special sign language while he was still in a box.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm.
0: This the good old, good old 60s.
1: Yeah, this is uh, this would this would not fly so much these days. This
0: was the same 60s, which heavily implied that Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic was super older than uh, uh, the invisible girl, a.k.a. Yes. Sue, Sue Storm. And uh, may she may have been lusting after him since she was like 14 or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that definitely came up, in, even well into the 80s, when uh, John Byrne was doing Fantastic Four.
0: They retconned that one, <laughs> like, pretty quickly. Yes.
1: yes, they have. As soon it's... as
0: someone thought about it, they're just like, mm, no, <laughs> this didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, but that's not the first uh, 15-year-old lusting after or lusting after an older man in a comic, and then them getting married.
1: That was kind of just the way things were done in the '60s. That, you, mean, you see that a lot in like the the TVs and movies of the era as well. It was just a thing because it, that's what happens when you have old dudes uh, writing everything.
0: Yeah, they lust after teenage girls, which are gross. Yep, which is gross. I don't know why. I'm just I don't know why I don't want to talk about Medusa right now. Um. Uh, actually, you know what? No, it. it the 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 whole uh, Black Bolt being stuck in a box and her falling in love with him, even though yeah. she never
1: talked to him. Well, and then we've got another sixties uh, trope here: amnesia. Yeah. So she she was, she was in like an air crash and uh, had amnesia, and then she just sort of wandered Europe.
0: Yeah, and then she uh, ran into the wizard. Not mm-hmm. not the wizard, who's way better.
1: Yes, the wingless wizard. Yep. They, they always call him.
0: Yeah, like, he, he kind of just has, like, anti-gravity stuff.
1: Yeah, and he's kind of cool. got, like, a big hat.
0: Um, He's, like, if Mr. Fantastic was incredibly boring, and didn't and, have cool powers.
1: And also a total dick. Well, more of a total dick.
0: More... Mm, I don't know. Mr. Fantastic. Pretty bad. Yeah, but I mean, he's, he's
1: not leading outward, a team called the outward. Frightful Four.
0: Okay, he's more outwardly a dick, instead of hiding it inside and pretending he's a hero. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, the wizard brought her to America, enlisted her in the F- Frightful Four, uh-huh. and then she did a bunch of stuff with them.
1: And then I think eventually she recovered her memories, and that sort of led to the storyline that introduced the rest of the Inhumans.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, I think uh, 11 issues after this, actually. Mm. I want to say. I want to say it's 11 issues after this.
1: And then, oh boy, there are all sorts of crazy hair based powers. Uh,
0: oh, it's, it was 10 issues after this.
1: Mm. So they're playing the long game.
0: Yeah, they were playing the long game. Or someone's just like. I want to use this character in a different context. <laughs> I almost want to say it's that, but I don't know. Uh, and then, like, you know, Maximus took over the throne. Then Black Bull was just like, no. And he was just like, okay, cool. I don't mm-hmm. I don't have the throne anymore. Here you <laughs> go, brother. Like he does a million and a half times. Uh, yes. Yes. Mm- and then she does more human stuff until she joins the Fantastic Four again to basically fill in for Sue when she was pregnant. If I'm oh, thinking right. correctly, oh. yeah. And but let's talk about her post '80s stuff because I think they, I think she has a lot of more interesting stuff.
1: Yeah, again, I would definitely recommend um, the Al Ewing uh, book Royals, and I thought uh, she also had some interesting stuff to do in the uh, Charles Soul Inhuman series.
0: Yes, and that I really like her in that. I really yeah. like her in that. Well, first let's talk about her powers and stuff, and then talk about her stuff in the two thousands yeah, okay. later. Okay. So um, she's five. So she's five eleven. So she's as tall as Maximus. She weighs one thirty. Has green eyes and red hair.
1: And lots of it. So much.
0: Some would say an excessive amount. She has the normal strength of a female inhuman for her, her age, height, uh weight and height, who engages in moderate or regular
1: exercise. Yeah, you know, she gets to the gym, you know, a couple times a week.
0: Her hair though. Her hair does a lot of lifting. Like her hair could deadlift like so much. Mm-hmm. Uh she possesses long thick head of hair which every strand has a greater uh, tensile strength uh, elasticity and sheer resistance than an iron wire of the same thickness (laughs) and she can kind of animate her hair and do numerous things it's about 6 feet in length and uh, can elongate to almost twice the normal length with only a 25% loss in tensile strength Okay. Oh, one strand of hair. Oh, we get to do math in this one.
1: Oh yeah, there's math.
0: Yeah, one strand of hair, two foot long, can support six pounds. A fist-sized lock of her hair could support about seven hundred and fifty pounds, and a whole head of hair could lift three thousand and two hundred pounds.
1: That is uh, that is some strong hair. Yeah,
0: a portion of her hair must be used to anchor the rest of these greater weights, so her scalpens. Uh, uh, so other than her scalp and skull is used as a brace.
1: I was a little surprised that apparently this is from the psionic power of the hair and she doesn't just have like a super strong neck.
0: You think she would have a better neck? Apparently, Actually, you know, I mean, you know what she probably does? She probably does a lot of neck curls.
1: Yeah. I mean, although It says that her, uh, yeah, her scalp, skull and neck do not support the weight of an object that she lifts. It is held aloft by this psionic force coursing through her hair. I also like that it notes that she can uh, also type and shuffle a deck of cards with her hair.
0: Well, her hair is a lot like an elephant's trunk.
1: Yes, or or Dr. Octopus's tentacles.
0: Or hands? Arms? Well,
1: well yes. I mean, I mean, anything- Man, I kind of want to see Dr. Octopus versus Medusa now, which I don't think we've seen.
0: I don't think we've seen that either.
1: I mean, I think maybe he conflicted with her a couple of times when he was the superior Spider-Man, but he didn't have his trademark arms at the time.
0: No, not until later. A later Superior Spider Man suit. Yeah. Um, well, she, uh, she can also whip her hair back and forth, like a whip, faster to the speed of sound. Or she can, uh, bind people with her hair, or, uh, like it was a rope. And she could also use her hair to lockpick. Apparently, she could also feel sensations on all parts of her hair. Which... No? Stop it. That's bad. Just make her be able to control it, please.
1: Now, I am curious. Can she also, uh, control her eyebrows? And or eyelashes?
0: I would say no. Yes. No. Yes? I want to say that
1: I vaguely recall she did use her eyebrows at some point, but I can't think of when. I think maybe it was to entrap Ant-Man or something. Wait, did she use it in
0: uh, the FF run where Scott Lang was?
1: Oh, that's right. That does sound familiar.
0: No, it was in the FF run. Yeah, no, I I know what you're talking about. So it's not known at this point if she can animate other fibrous substances, like the mutant gypsy moth? or has not been, to, or has just not tried yet. I'm going to assume at this point, she doesn't care. <laughs> but, so, let's talk about some of the cool stuff she does later.
1: Okay, so, she, uh, yeah, eventually when Black Bolt um blows up, um what is it? Uh,
0: the second T-bomb he blew up?
1: I think even, be, yeah, be, and then shortly before that, he was also um, seemingly killed during... Um, uh, was it War of Kings, I think?
0: Yeah, he was seemingly killed a couple times,
1: wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so Medusa's been doing a lot, uh, some uh, some heavy duty in running this whole inhuman thing, especially after her husband blew up the Terrigen bomb and kind of left her holding the bag of there are a zillion new inhumans now.
0: Oh, I really... The th- great thing that came out of War of Kings was the Cancerverse, which I oh, yes. love the concept of that. Mm-hmm. And part of me... And part of me wishes that Inhumans did better as a thing, or they did Inhumans movie, so we could have had something like that, like, as a looming thing.
1: That was the plan, but it did not work out.
0: To be fair, though, the whole push for um, Inhumans was mostly met with either apathy or just annoyance.
1: Yeah, I there there were some excellent comics that came out of it though. Um the, the Charles Soul in Human's Run is very good.
0: It also it also gave a good opportunity to to make new characters that weren't just like mutants. Yes. As well. Which again you know, that's fine, just having mutant characters like do their own thing. But it's also nice kind of having characters that aren't mutants. And uh the Terrigen Myths bomb that he the second one that black bolt ignited in the infinity event, that part of infinity war seems to be pulling from, um, uh, they, you know, they, there were a bunch of inhumans were made on earth who were like partially, you know, inhumans or whatever that they didn't gather before. So we got people like miss marble and moon girl and other people who I can't think of off the top of my head.
1: That is correct.
0: Moon Girl being one of the better comics I've been reading lately I and mean, plays a huge part in bringing back the Fantastic Four. Yeah. If you haven't read Moon Girl, you should read it. It's about I, a real sassy autistic girl who I, has a pet dinosaur, Devil Dinosaur, who is the, the best dinosaur in comics.
1: Definitely up there. Uh, I'm I'm partial to uh, Stegron the Dinosaur Man myself.
0: Stegron. <sighs> See
1: I mean, it's a dinosaur, but he's also a dinosaur man
0: He's a dinosaur man See, I, th- I think I'm going for just dinosaur
1: Okay, well in that case Then it's Devil Dinosaur
0: a Devil Dinosaur, who was also created by Jack Kirby
1: That's right That's uh, some weird-ass uh, 70s Kirby
0: Yes, who I like a lot Which, uh, speaking of, I need to get The 2001 Space Odyssey Written by Jack Kirby oh, that,
1: that book is nuts <laughs> Oh
0: my god the fact, the fact that Machine Man came out of that, yes, it went on to become a joke character for the most part. After that book came out, is amazing. Mm-hmm. So, still, I think one of my favorite covers is like the Machine Man nineteen, like the um, complete year collection edition, because oh, there's yeah. not going to be issue twenty. Yes, <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good one, and that's mm. where uh, Jack Lantern came from.
1: Machine, that's man. right. Uh, <laughs> a, 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 interestingly, that was a series that both Jack Kirby and Steve Ditko worked on,
0: which is which is kind of cool because which is the other people who <laughs> one of the other persons who made the Marvel universe the way it is.
1: Yes, well, which I don't mean- think
0: I don't think Ditko gets enough, uh, um, like uh, credit.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, part of that is, you know, because Ditko <laughs> is still alive and is, you know, a complete recluse.
0: Well, yeah, I guess that's part of it. But yeah, Stan Lee, Stan Lee and Jack Kirby kind of just took that. Of course they did do the beginning of X-Men and Fantastic Four. and
1: I mean, I think part of it was probably also that the MCU did not really involve any Ditko creations until recently when they brought uh, Doctor Strange and Spider-Man in.
0: Yeah, yeah. 'Cause like Ditko did a lot of like uh
1: Strain Tales. Oh, he did a ton of monster comics. I mean he he worked on a lot of like he worked on Hulk later on, but um he, he didn't create it.
0: He didn't get the credit with like creating stuff. And like he did he's like he's a pretty major part of Spider Man being oh, a sure. thing it is. And <laughs> with, I mean, with
1: Spider Man and so so much of what's come since Spider- has come since Ditko's run is almost more John Romita.
0: Oh, than John Romita did Ditko. a lot. John Romita did a lot.
1: <laughs> like, you, you, you know, you imagine just like a generic Spider-Man, you're thinking John Romita.
0: Actually, I probably am, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, and that's just because that, it's, it's definitely more mainstream. Like, Ditko's stuff is super weird.
0: Yeah. Although he did create some of the more iconic Spider Man villains.
1: Oh yeah, I mean the
0: stereo and uh Well, most of the Sinister Six, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean really Ramita the the villain creation slowed down. You've still got some. You've got the Kingpin, uh the Rhino, the Shocker. Yeah, everyone's favorite, the Shocker. I'm very I- fond of the Shocker.
0: I-, I am I really liked what they did with um the homecoming version of it. Yes,
1: I, I'm hoping to see Bokeem Woodbine now in, a, in a yellow quilted suit in that sequel.
0: I am I was hoping for it. Like I feel like they were super close. Yes. Close to doing it. Did they <laughs> announce the second Spider-Man movie? There is one coming out. They haven't
1: announced any of the cast yet.
0: Okay, wait. Here's the thing from- I need to talk about. Okay. They're doing a Spider-Verse movie with Miles as the protagonist. All oh, right,
1: the animated movie, yes. The
0: animated one and when I saw that, it like I was a little too excited when I saw it, the preview for that.
1: It looks pretty neat.
0: It looks super cool and I like the animation style. Yeah. Oh. So, I'm wondering if they're going to go like super crazy with it or
1: Yeah, I don't know. Cuz like
0: Spider-Verse got pretty crazy <laughs> with this continuity stuff. But, yeah, so I'm looking forward to a lot of the, I'm looking forward to a lot of Marvel stuff coming out. So I'll say that. Yeah. Including the uh, Sony um, Spider-Verse
1: thing. Yeah, I'm not, uh, not, I'm still tempering my excitement for that uh, Venom movie. <sighs> yeah,
0: I don't have a lot of excitement for it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to become excited. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to. I don't know. It still just looks like S- Venom without Spider Man just doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, even like later on, it makes sense, but you still need to build the mythos of him up and everything. And <laughs> it's pretty much like Spider Man.
1: I just don't know why you would have a Venom movie that doesn't have Spider Man in it.
0: I mean, sure. Tom Hardy finally got like the leading role in like I guess a major Marvel I mean char- comic book character mm. movie, which he's been wanting for a while now, but like I mean, really? The <laughs> film? You could have done like anything else, dude. Mm-hmm. You have enough cachet. Oh wait, 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 sorry. No, more things. More things about Medusa. We got off topic. Okay. okay. Her her and FF. The Oh yes, that second, was a good series. The volume two. Of mm-hmm. FF, where it was uh, Scott Lang, uh, she thing,
1: uh, she Hulk, or sorry, it was She-Hulk, Ms. She- thing, Ms. Uh, thing, sorry,
0: Ms. Ms. Thing, She Hulk, uh, Medusa, and Scott Lang. Yes, it was fantastic and wonderful, and and one of the sweetest like comics I've read in a long time.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Matt Fraction and uh, Mike Allred. That was a that was a very good series.
0: Another reason you should love Matt Fraction. Yes. Um, besides his amazing work on almost everything she's done. Except mm-hmm. for parts of Fear itself. But that was yeah. an event comic. So yeah, those I, are hard. Those are hard, I'm gonna give him a pass because apparently he's not Hickman, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but no one's Hickman. Except Hickman. <laughs> and he doesn't want to do superhero stuff, even though I don't like his superhero stuff more than his solo stuff.
1: Yeah, I uh, I I keep thinking that he might be a good fit for uh, Legion of Superheroes, but uh,
0: he would probably be a good fit. I would read a Hickman Legion of Superheroes, and I I don't know
1: anything about the Legion of Superheroes.
0: Um, I do know that it has uh, the Karate Kid, Brainiac That's- Five, and That's- Arm Fall Off Lad.
1: That is that is true.
0: Or Fall Arm Fall Off Boy.
1: Arm Fall. Uh, I think it's Arm Fall Off Boy.
0: It's Fall Arm Fall Off Boy and Matter Eater Lad. Yes. Yeah. But I don't know. He doesn't want to do superhero stuff, so he's going to do like,
1: you know. This guy's got, he's got all, a ton of image books.
0: Yeah. And I like it for the most part. He's doing fine. Still. I mean, I I think I think Secret Wars is one of the best comics I've read in a really long time.
1: It is fantastic.
0: And why can't we have only that <laughs> for? <Ball laughs> well, War I
1: mean, right now. there's only so much you can do. And only Hickman can be Hickman.
0: Only and Hickman can be Hickman. People should
1: and not try to be Hickman.
0: No one can be Hickman except for Hickman. Yeah. She, yeah, she does a lot of cool stuff. It's just, she's also kind of mired into a lot of, like, kind of subpar in human stories. Yes. And she's better without Black Bolt. Because <laughs> she's not the royal interpreter anymore. She's a queen. Like, she should have been from the beginning. Yeah. So <sighs> okay, so uh, yeah, let's talk about your stuff.
1: What do you do? All right, so I'm, uh, I'm, also, I'm on the official handbook of the Mar- official handbook of the Marvel Universe team, and I also am a co-host of Stasis Pod, which is a Transformers podcast that goes uh, episode by episode through various uh, Transformers shows. We are currently doing Transformers Prime, the uh, CG animated uh, series from the past uh, decade. And uh, we're just sort of starting on that one, so you can get in on the ground floor.
0: Okay. So, um, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids of sorts. Um, If you don't know what a cryptid is, maybe visit that and listen to the, the dog episode, where we talk about dogs that are weird, like one that just eats boats you should listen to that one uh yeah i also have a cat named dexter who does not have his red lantern ring yet but he does have my instagram which is not named after him uh but it's that marvelous mooch you can just look at him and be like oh he's so cute and supportive and wonderful and i'm just like yep he is he's great look at this guy and I hug them. A lot. Okay, and um, yeah, if you'd like to see the pictures of the uh, characters we talk about you can go to uh, at Hodge, the Wolf HodgePodge group on Facebook and uh, the at Alphabet Flight on Twitter. So, uh, this has been Alphabet Flight. And may um, Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Bye! Good night.